y'all this is your girl christy from us roundtable the holiday season is here nyc art cypher in collaboration with created for you art market and sparrow international is hosting an incredible event to celebrate with your family and friends to let you a little bit in on this organization this nonprofit focuses on the youth in our communities in particular at-risk youth who have a difficulty in educational settings they use workshops and programs to leverage the arts as a catalyst to mentor and support youth in their future career goals. So this is for the kids and we love the kids. So a little bit back to this event that we're having in December is going to be on two floors of pure fun entertainment, kid friendly activities, toys for tots, music, food and so much more. I'm so excited. This is going to be a great time, especially after this crazy year we had. Hurry and click the Eventbrite link in the description to purchase tickets for this event to end the year strong. All proceeds will go to fund the organization's programs and workshops. If you want to get involved, donate, or sponsor, visit Sparrow International link in the description below. Also, stay up to date by following NYC Art Cipher on IG for more updates to come. I'll hope to see you there. Welcome to U.S. Roundtable, where anything goes. We're about to say whatever you think we're going to say, or maybe not. So, introducing Travis D, because he's Black Man. <laughs> I told black you Man, gonna... Batman, yep. <laughs> and then PDG coming at you raw and real. <laughs> hey, everybody, yo, yo, yo. Starting up, starting up. Loving it right now. Hey, you know what, Sparrow? I gotta ask you a question. And Travis, uh -huh. you too. Even though, even though you're down, even though you're down in Atlanta, you born and raised in New York. My mm -hmm. question is to everybody out there too: Why do people love to leave their doors open? I mean, I don't get it. When we grew up, we never left the door open. Never. Why do people like to leave their doors open? Well, who leaves the door open? Well, that's the funny thing. Whenever you hear about somebody <laughs> getting I don't know anybody that leaves their door open. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you hear about somebody getting murdered, oh, uh, in the neighborhood, you were always able to leave your door open. Hey, here's a clue. Don't leave the door open because right, guess what? Right. Somebody could be walking in to kill you. Why are people still doing that? I have no idea. Maybe it's so, I think it's an illusion. They wouldn't feel that they're safe enough to do that. I mean, that's the only reason. They got to feel like they're safe enough to do it. Yeah, because I, I mean, I grew up in, in, in parts of Queens and, and Long Island. So in Queens, yeah, you definitely didn't leave your door open. But in Long Island, yeah, that was the mm. conversation. Mm -hmm. I remember even an ex-boyfriend stole my car just because I left my door open. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you, you was asking for that. So wait, yeah. wait, 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 let me get this straight. So your ex-boyfriend came into your house, took your car no. keys and stole the car? So funny story, I used to have, my first car was an 89 Dodge Colt, and um, I had these friends who, like, 
used the car and every time they came back there were like parts missing <laughs> i guess they were selling parts and then i eventually had to like make it where i had to turn the ignition on with a screwdriver and i've seen that done before yep <laughs> so <laughs> and then what happened was one day i woke up and the car was gone and then yeah no way it was because it was actually over a car dispute actually it was because he uh he wanted the car i didn't want to let him drive it and uh and then i woke up with it gone and then we had to report it because i thought someone stole it but i kind of knew it was him and then all of a sudden the cops found it and it was like in a town where he kind of lived at so not far from there so <laughs> mm. pretty funny it was before social media oh mm -hmm. Travis, do you ever leave your door open? Your family ever leave their door open? Uh, overnight? Yeah, people just leave no, their door. No, open. no, 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 no. We never did that. Never did that. It, may, it makes us, you know, when I, <laughs> moved, when I first moved down to Richmond, Virginia, thank God I got the hell out of there. But when I was there, a neighbor who I didn't know was trying to get in the door. He was literally opening, you know, turning the freaking doorknob, trying to get in. I ripped the door open and I sat down. I'm like, what the, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he sat there. He goes, "Oh, I'm just welcoming you to the neighborhood. What? You trying to walk into people's houses? Oh, we don't need to, we, we don't lock the doors around here. Well, this door's locked, and I slammed the so door." So they just walk in. The, if they don't even know you, they just walk in. Yeah, they just walk in. Ah, nah, can you imagine not, me? No, nah, I can't. I can't. I was I was gonna go out the back and kick the shit out of the guy. I gotta be. Honest. <laughs> I know Kramer does it on Seinfeld, but that's about it. Ah, uh, yeah, that yeah, that's <laughs> that's totally unrealistic. I don't know anybody that's. <laughs> That's the only person I've ever seen do that. So, you know, I got another question for both of you. This is one that really drives me nuts, especially on Facebook. Sparrow, and you could attest to this. Travesty, I know you could attest to this. Why do people put these long messages about whatever? And then at the very end, it says, well, if you read this through, copy and paste it to your wall so I know you read it. Those letters. I used to do those. Oh, I no. I did a, a brief, I had a brief moment where I did those and everything. But yeah, they get kind of corny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mean on Facebook, right? On Facebook, yeah. Because yeah. I've seen one today. I'm not going to say the person's name, but <laughs> I've seen one today like that. I'm like, I'm not going to repost this. I, you know, I'm not. Yeah, the, the annoying ones is uh, I, I can't stand any of the ones, no matter what they are. That if you scroll down without liking this or loving this, you have no you're... soul or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> like okay uh, or don't pass this and i keep it moving <laughs> yeah or either they'll say so like don't pass this post without looking or you know something like this or it'll mm -hmm. say something like if you don't type i man you won't be amen you won't be blessed or something like that, or that yeah, like, of... <laughs> me, shit. i didn't know you was god <laughs> i mean i mean for real what's the point you have that um, the only one I read through completely is because it looked like a crime scene and, and um, it was a good friend of mine from Miami and she sat there she said oh my god I just got home and I found this and it was it would look like blood on the floor the whole thing and at the very end it was a broken bottle of wine I read through that whole thing because I thought somebody was killed in a house for not to be a broken bottle of wine which I thought was mm -hmm. funny but but she didn't ask she didn't ask anybody to uh you know say amen or anything like that I'm not gonna lie I thought that was funny I think we have a new person popping in. Khadija, millennial on the scene. 
What's yeah. up, guys? <laughs> she be doing them hand signs. That's, that's dope. Keep <laughs> I knew a guy in high school who used to do that. <laughs> I, I know what he was doing, though. He used to be like, be like all right, whatever. But yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He used to do I it. Know what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? How you all doing? All right, all right, all right. I'm good. I just came back from a little bit of a, a, a mini journey. It was a mini journey. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, God, I'm leaving out at 6.55. Uh, can I do it? No, I couldn't, but I'm here. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, we're, we're very happy you're here, Khadija. We were just talking about how people like to leave long messages on their Facebook. And after you read the whole thing, it's sort of like to see if you're really reading, if you really read this, blah, 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 this and you that. You know what I do? actually with those is that it's become so common is that i read the first sentence and i read the last sentence and i go oh okay <laughs> the you worst part is the ones that are on welfare and they go they get off on welfare and then they're like i can't stand when bitches are on welfare and i'm like bitch you was just picking up a check last week like because she got a job a week ago and then they wanted different like like shit on people for being on welfare like come on that's like Getting, well, I, I had a black, I don't know if somebody did that. She, uh, uh, um, my sister-in-law, she will post, po post, like she'll go on welfare and then get off on welfare, get a job, and then she'll be like, "Oh shit, girls that are on welfare checks need to like get off their asses and work." Like, <laughs> what? I, I know you were just calling me about, you know, how to put in that fair hearing last week. Like, what's up? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it, but you know what? I got to tell you this. I just want to let everybody know that our guest is in the waiting room. Here she comes. Bring her in. Bring them out. Bring them out. Here she comes. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. And hey. Oh, there she <laughs> is, everybody. <laughs> hey, sorry, everything is a little bootleg, but I got together and uh. So. All well, right, all right. Well, listen, I just want to introduce Latia Whitfield, everybody. Okay, now let me just say that actually, Latia Shanae, I'm sorry, Latia Shanae Whitfield. Let me just start off by saying really quickly love this woman to death, number one. Number two, she lost 203 pounds. That deserves some claps. Thank you, thank that you. That is yeah. not easy. Right I know there. that's not easy. No, no, it wasn't. It's still not easy. <laughs> what's, what's the secret, Latia? The secret is having a strong support system, A, you know, because without a good family or friend base to, like, you know, encourage you and to motivate you, you're not going to do well. B is your eating. So make sure you're eating, um, cutting out the carbs pretty much uh, working out four to five times a week. Sometimes it's twice a day. So gotta stay diligent about that. And um, yeah, just really being diligent. You can't do so, it without. So let me ask you this though. So the fact that you feel that, well, the fact that you deserve the glamour, <laughs> I love it, <laughs> glamorous life. Is this before or after you lost the weight? Before, I've always been a glam girl. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. I've always felt like that. And I just said, size doesn't matter. Either big or small, I'm going to have it all, you know, because I'm just a woman in charge of my life. That's pretty much it. Tremendous. So let me ask you a question. Okay. How, how much how much modeling have you done before and after you lost the weight? 
So before I lost the weight, I did more so like uh, acting and theater, um, music stuff. So I was in the music scene a little bit. And then I did like a big commercial for Ace Hardware, which really did well. Um, it went nationwide. So a lot of people who have seen me before uh, recognized, well, when I was bigger, recognized me from that. And then of course, after I lost the weight, um, I did a lot more uh, modeling and everything like that. It was just as progress goes, just learning to take pictures that, you know, more show, so showcase my body better, you know, because with losing a lot of weight, you have a lot of skin and see, we can't have mm. that. Yeah. I've seen your pictures on Facebook, I, a power to you. And I do have some, I do have a question. Yeah. Um, with the new um, trend of, you know, fat shaming versus health and versus, you know, the superficiality of losing weight, as someone who's went from one side to the other, what mm -hmm. is, what's your message to women and men out there about being overweight and why why would why did you lose the weight? Why did you make that choice for yourself? Well, the reason I made that choice for myself was one day after I turned 30, I had a party and I twisted my ankle. So it was just done and done for me. I was just like, you know what, I can't live like this. Um Personally, if it wasn't for that and health-wise, I'd still be the same person all day, every day, because it's not so much of a look that had me feeling like, oh, I'm not good enough. I felt I was beautiful regardless. I felt I was sexy. I could walk and like, I could still pull men, women, anybody who wants to talk to me, you know, it wasn't <laughs> anything like that. But as far as health-wise, I had to get it together because I wanted to, you know, live my full potential life. But anybody who's happy with the way they are and can still be healthy because you can still be healthy as a bigger person. I won't get that one twisted. I know a lot of bigger women, men who are doing a lot of great healthy things. They just, you know, are big bones. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. Give it up oh, for yeah. giving us that insight. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 203. <laughs> I don't think I could ever do. Hey, let me ask you, did you have to go through any, um, any, any surgery if you lost the weight? After I lost the weight. So I'm still actually, that's something I'm looking into, um, to remove the excess skin. I have a lot of excess skin on my body that a lot of people don't see. Um, actually I would have to say, to be honest, to answer the last question again, I did get a little bit self-conscious because of the skin beforehand. I felt like everything was filled in the right spots, like breasts, but like, you know, everything was great. But then once you lose all of that weight, people wonder like, okay, you got the muscle, you're toned, but they still have to understand the skin. It's hard to like edit that stuff out for pictures. It's hard to like, it's hard to find good clothes sometimes for me. Like I have to really make things work. Like people are like, you look fabulous. You don't want to see me naked like that. <laughs> so, I yeah, actually have a, a, a question about that too. Like, did people treat you differently? Yes. Like, is, did you notice that, like, okay, now you, you know, Paula can wear certain things or do certain things? Like, do you feel like people definitely treat like the same person that you saw every day would now speak to you because you lost all this weight? I will say that um, back in the day, I was bullied for my size. 
uh, being a bigger girl in school, you know how that could go back in like the early mid 2000s. A lot of people were focused on being thin and being, you know, skinny and stuff. Now, you know, being large and in charge is in. Nobody can tell you anything, right? Yeah. So, yeah. of course, naturally back then, you know, I was teased a lot for my weight and everything. So, naturally, once people started seeing me on social media, losing weight, being thinner and fit. Um, I did get a lot of people reaching out to me saying, hey, you look good. Uh, can I get to know you better? Can I? And I'm just like, mm. yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can go over there. Thanks for playing. But I moved on. Um, right. Yeah, right. You, you notice there's a lot more attention when you're um, when you look a certain way, because now now there's a lot of women who are plus size, even men who are getting a lot of attention now these days. But back then. I feel like there's a lot of like bias and or if they did were interested, they were very um like they would be judged for it. So they were like uh yeah, timid. They were, they, were they, you know, they would have their wife who was thinner, but then they would be hollering at me. Mm. I would get a lot of men, like successful men hollering at me, being a bigger girl, but their wife would be all thin and everything. And so I'm just like, oh okay, we're gonna play like this undercover situation. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm. Huh. The yeah. people I can put on blast today, let me tell you. <laughs> so so has that so so basically what you're saying is that it, it's definitely people who didn't want to be around now all of a sudden want to be around, but at the same time, there were people that really had a thing for the bigger girl, am I correct? Yes. Well, I, see, that's like what I, think, I think the category of not not say like that, but the category in Pornhub, I mean, that's why it's a category, right? Yes. There are people who are attracted to it, it's just that they couldn't speak out on it because it wasn't socially acceptable to like, oh, you like this? Like, oh, like, oh, I don't want to say I'm with the bad girl, <laughs> like, you know, and then next thing you know, they have this thin wife, but they're not satisfied with her or anything. I've had a lot of men, trust me, a lot of men like, oh, you're so big, so beautiful. I love your big butt, your big stomach and everything. There's even men out there, and I'll tell you guys that are, there's a thing called, um, I think it's like feederism. I think that's what it's called. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like where you have like a sexual attraction to women gaining weight. So you like feed them, feed them, feed them until they gain bigger and bigger. And I've had dates like that where they're just like, I see you're bigger. I see you're a big girl, but I want to see how big you can really go. Mm-mm. I had to cut them fast. I'm not. I'm not Ooh. trying to. Do that. That's that's so, an. I heard about that on um yeah. some yeah. kind of interesting show a few years back where it's like in a uh, fetish for some guys yeah. like that, and I, I I can't remember if it was a talk show. It was something I can't remember what it was, but they were speaking about that, and the guys was saying, yeah, they like to see women get as big as they can and they would actually feed them and it turned them on to watch them eat and all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. So what are, the, what are some of the signs of that when you know, like, uh, if, you're, if you're going on a date with a guy, I mean, what does he do? He, he makes you eat a whole pie or something? Whole pizza pie? <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> eat it, eat it. Okay, so pretty much right, I'm ready now. They'll, they'll like rub your stomach and stuff like that. And then like sometimes they'll they'll go like, oh, I noticed that you gained a little weight or just like, oh, just unbutton your pants. Or like they just say little things or they'll ask to take you to a buffet to eat. Like it's little things like that that you have to watch out for. At first I was like, oh man, they're really taking me out to eat a lot. 
But then as mm. time progressed, I feel like you have a little more room. You have a little more room. You have a little more room. And I'm like, hold on, I can't eat no more. Like, don't let this body fool you. I don't eat as much as what you think I do. And it's like, oh no, let's make some space. And then it wasn't until one guy who I really liked, it was like maybe like three years ago, he was just like, I just want to oil you up and tie you up and put an apple in your mouth and then just let you, yeah. And then he just got all excited, like, you know, just sexually aroused. And I'm just like, oh. Apple in your mouth? Somebody needs to lock that guy up. Lock that Put an apple in your mouth. Very athletic man. You would have never known it. Like, and all the dudes who are like that, they were very athletic, muscle, everything. I know from a lot of my boys growing up, they always like thick women. And I always, like, I was always a thick type of girl. And I always admire thick women because I grew up being teased for not having breasts and being skinny, no butt and stuff like that. And then... I saw, but a lot of my boys will be like, yo, she's mad thick, and they love that stuff. So it is true. Like, people try to, like, make it seem like it. it's funny. There's something for everybody, and yeah. people out there love that. And then, you know, and now I'm dealing with the excess skin, too. I had a, I went from a, a B cup to, like, a double D when I got pregnant. Ooh. And now they're like... <laughs> like slap you know and then you know and then i get the bras and tuck that baby in so i, I get yeah. i get it and then you have to and then like bikinis now i can't wear certain bikinis anymore because they look a little you know they 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 flap over and the excess skin gets out all i can so, tell you is Socks underneath them, just don't get in the water with them. <laughs> right now, pads. This is pads right here. Yes, Lift those yes. babies pads, up. Pads <laughs> Victoria is my secret. <laughs> let me let me ask. Let me ask Latia. Have you have you ever come up with any type of indecent proposals on you with with being a, a big girl at the time? Well, at the time, like when you say indecent proposal, well, one was the one where the guy was like, "Can I tie you up with oil?" Yeah, I, yeah, but I'm talking about like financial. Oh, okay. Yes. I did have men in the past, like they wanted me to be their mistress and stuff like that. And then, you know, when I was younger, I did that. You know, I'm not going to lie. You know, if you're going to use me, I'm going to use you too. Like, you know, what's the game more now, right? If you're going to make me be this person, then that's the person I'm going to be. And that's it. And I learned not to have any emotional attachment to these people because clearly, yeah they're not necessarily good people in my mind. I feel like you're just only liking me for the fetish. Um, generally, a lot of the times they want me to be the secret. They want me to, um, they'll give me the money, of course, but necessarily they'll also be like, um, say for example, oh, we can't go out to eat or if we do go out yeah. to eat, it has to be somewhere like way like an hour out of town or stuff like that. They were just very low key about our relationship. And some of them yeah. weren't even at all or had girlfriends it was just the fact it's, that it's interesting because my experiences is like i'm always the arm candy and the guys want to show me off and be like yeah i'm the one she's hitting you know and then i'm like but, but how do you treat me like what is your respect yeah. level like you know behind closed doors when no one's looking and you're not beating your chest like who are you and you know and all that stuff and that that and then it's just like 
it's annoying. Like, I don't want to be seen with everybody or just anybody, you know? And then, but people want to be like, yeah, that's the girl I'm hitting. Like, they even like, uh-huh. Like, or try to claim it or, or try to indicate like, yeah, she likes me. She's into me. Like, yeah, you should be lucky, you know? But yeah. I get a lot of now, I mean, well, now I have a positive, healthier relationship. But like when I started losing weight, I was the girl. Like the guy was like, "Hey, look who I'm with!" with who I'm like, "I'm with this girl." Mm-hmm. I'm trying to date with a guy. He called himself Donald Trump, and I was his Melania. You know, oh, his, his black oh. Melania. Like, um, no, you're weird. He took me out to nice restaurants and everything, but he just kept calling me Melania, Melania. Just hold on, let me. Hold My ex called me anime. <laughs> <laughs> Anime. <laughs> anime, anime bullet. <laughs> I'm like, love's got nothing to do with it. No, That's crazy. <laughs> you guys have some interesting guy experiences. I have a lot more. I have some crazy stuff. I mean, even as me, when I date women, I have crazy experiences. Like, <laughs> I have, I'm not, oh. I'm not lie to you. I've also been on the other hand of it where I'm very visual with my dates. I like them to dress up nicely when I take them out because I'm paying. You know, you don't have to be a certain size for me. I'm attracted to any body type pretty much, but you do have to dress nice. You do have to make sure your hair is up kept. And you do have to, if you're going to wear heels, open-toed heels at that, please, please, please. And I'm putting this across the board to every woman who feels like they can get away with it. Make sure your feet are done because I cannot tell you how much of a turnoff it is for you to have some beautiful shoes on. If she her coat, what did he used to say? Her toes were crusty, he would be out. Hammer <laughs> toes or something like that. Yeah. Like, I get your feet done, but please don't do that to me. I, I literally took a girl on a beautiful date we went on three different places um from san antonio to austin once i saw that she didn't have her feet done she had her shirt inside out i never called that girl again we yeah no no i'm not paying for you to come and look dusty on our dates so is that all that, that also goes the same for men too don't come dusty on a date oh, definitely man. don't come too hard day wearing sweat <laughs> So, well, okay, so you don't you now you you stated that you don't really care about body type too much, whether it's male, whether male or female, correct? Correct. Okay. As long as you upkeep yourself. So, mm-hmm. what's the what's the heaviest male and what's the heaviest female you've ever dated? So, the heaviest male I've ever dated was five hundred and like forty pounds. That was my ex boyfriend for eight years. Um, uh-huh. I gave I gave weight while I was with him, so that's where a lot of that you know comes in. I mean, I was already heavy when I was with him, but you know, when you're dating someone bigger and you're bigger, it just kind of makes things easier to you know. I was gonna ask it. that. I feel it, like that a lot of things that I see in life are just like when a couple are together, either they're both small or they're both bigger, or they're both medium, whatever. And I find that really interesting. Like, why is that? And and I want to know actually your perspective on it because you now, you you have both perspectives now. So like, I can't even ask that question because you say you would date either both both of them because you do have it. I'm just curious because like me being a smaller female, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have a problem with a bigger guy. I have been with bigger guys, but I wonder why a majority of people just are like, nah. <laughs> I feel like um, when you're bigger, you feel like 
um, I know from my uh, standpoint, the bigger people I did go on dates with, there is a comfort level. Like you feel like you don't have to um, put on a facade about who you are pretty much. Like, you know, yes, I'm big, you're big. We can both um, be comfortable together. But I feel like when you're with a thinner person or someone who's more athletic, it's kind of like, I won't necessarily call it a jealousy thing because I was with an ex who I was losing weight and then he was like, he was at a stalemate. And mm. so with that, he would make slide comments like, oh, I see that you're just over here like trying to look good for other people or oh, I see that you uh, decided to wear that outfit because you're smaller now. Like you just make weird remarks and he's not necessarily overweight. He's like 200 and maybe 50 pounds, but you know, he's in the military. So with that, he would be all kind of um, because he used to be like very fit, but then uh, okay. the well, then I think that to some extent that's like an insecurity thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think a lot of times when people like some people do just have the purpose like okay, I'm bigger, I do like bigger women, but then sometimes like you just said, I think it's an insecurity thing. Just like when you do see people who are thinner dating, uh, thinner people or athletic people, it's kind of more so like whatever your lifestyle is. So if you're like athletic, generally, you're going to want to have someone who is athletic too, um, yes. to also maintain that um, lifestyle because that's what you're doing. You want somebody to go on that journey with you. Versus yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. The, uh, the men that wanted to keep you like, you know, out of, you know, not being seen, you know, they, they, the men that had the fetish, let's say that. Yeah. The men that just happened to be into you because you were big at the time. Now, did you ever happen to see if they had a big mother? Maybe their mother was a big woman. And, yeah. and that's true. That, that a a lot of them, yes. And some of them know, like the, like the guy who wanted to tie me up and stuff, he, he was like an Asian, he was Japanese. His mother was a thin Japanese woman. He just had that fetish, like, over there, it's kind of like a yep. Yeah. You see it, you see it a lot even in their animes, like their cartoon characters. I actually, I'm like, this girl's supposed to be 15. Why are her? Why is she so big? Why are her boobs yeah. so big? Mm-hmm. Like, why? That is true. That is true. I noticed that in the AMVW groups, they glorify the black women and mm-hmm. they're having big and- everything. Yeah, I'm so small, I want you to crush me. And I'm like, What? And then I'm like, Pay me first, mm-hmm. <laughs> pay me first, and I'll crush you. I'll do whatever you, you want. You know what? To. I'm not even mad at that because at that point, <laughs> you're satisfying a fetish, you're it's yeah. or a kink or some sort. Like, it's not like you're coming to me because you love me and it's like out of something, it's you want a specific thing. And I love how you just said, like, pay me, because you know what, as women, we need to put value to our bodies. And the truth is, I see that, you know, that we should start valuing ourselves in that light, even monetizing what we're offering, because of the fact that it leaves us vulnerable to so much worse. If we don't... um, Especially like women, like we should definitely make hate crimes out of calling um, a woman a whore, a slut. We should change the word prostitute and make that part of the hate crime and call her a professional lady because you know what? That's exactly what she's doing. She knows exactly how to be a professional lady. And is that, is that also, do you also have a problem with lady of the evening versus professional lady or lady of the evening is fine too? 
I, I have a problem with lady of the evening because you're saying that I'm a night person and you're saying that if I'm, if I'm doing that and, and, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, I personally, from my experiences, you know, I get a lot of people trying to always push me into that arena of business because they look at themselves, if they indulge in it and they imbibe in it, oh my gosh, if I had that look and, and that type of uh, uh, effect, then I'll make so much money. But the reality is because it's illegal, they, you don't have control of your money. If you had that look, even girls right now in the industry have that struggle, like controlling their own money and their assets amongst, you oh, know, yeah. amongst this stuff. So it's like when you, when women just like put that value to themselves, it also might escape us from being used so much because now it becomes a transaction. If like, okay, this is what you want, then it becomes a transaction and you have to take care of this need because something has to balance out with the fact that I'm giving myself to you without giving, without getting anything in return. And then, you know, people are pursuing um, interactions for the sake of love, but I feel like people don't know what love is to these days and how to um how to love each other or themselves that's what's so. happening right that's what's happening mm -hmm. there. people are brokering love latia my question to you is mm -hmm. are, you, are you getting more indecent proposals now since you dropped the weight or are you getting did you get more back when you were larger um now as i'm smaller and stuff like that i did get a lot of men who still wanted me to so i really say it doesn't matter but I will say that they're more public about it. They want to be seen with me. They want to be out with me. But I still mm. get a lot of men who are taken, gentlemen, and um, they want to have a relationship. However, um, now I've been geared towards having more healthier relationships where I put a stop to that to where I'm just like, okay, there's nothing for me to gain from this anymore. Granted, yes, I could be taken care of financially or get gifts or anything like that. But I mean like mental stimulation that like helps me flourish like mentally, um, spiritually, like professionally. It's like someone who wants to invest in me and see me do the best that I can do, you know? Generally, when a lot of, I get a lot of callers. Um, they're more so looking at it as an aspect of, me just being a pretty face next to them. Basically, oh, you're pretty. I, I know you can be with me and make me look good versus mm -hmm. the person that I decided to have like a more romantic relationship with. Um, he's more so trying to nourish me mentally, physically, um, or spiritually, romantically, just investing time and like energy into me versus just here, here's some money, go do this. I mean, he still does stuff for me. Don't get me wrong. We're not going to go there and say he doesn't do anything. But it's a very healthy relationship now. I'm getting more of those where the person does want to take me seriously. I still get the, um, the confused ones. But I think that's any woman. You'll find that a lot of, I won't just say men, a lot of people in this world are users. Khadija, our favorite millennial. It's time for the millennial report. What do you got for us? Millennial report? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Um, actually, it plays into fashion. I'm frustrated with younger females looking like they're older than me. And for people who don't know, I am 27. Yes, I do still myself look young. I have to commute to the city. I live in Jersey. But going back and forth and... 
coming across, I'm, I'm during the commute when, you know, kids are going to school, parents are doing their thing, whatever. And it feels like students look older than me because they have on all this makeup, like in mm. lashes and nails and whatever else. And it's like, you didn't pay for it. Your parents did. Cool. But why? <laughs> why do you, like, when I was younger, I was in jumpers, corduroy jumpers, some button up shirt and my hair in ponytails and bobos. Mm-hmm. so like even and i will speak on this even with my sister my sister recently she i have her on instagram it's really weird actually because i see posts of her in like uh bodycon dresses and like a lace front and i'm like mom you definitely didn't dress me in that when i was growing up well you know it's it's funny because i go shopping for girls and it's very difficult like my my middle daughter does not like tight pants on her she doesn't like anything hugging knees and stuff I think and that's no. all they make is tight pants I, even for but little I think that too that you are a different type of parent I'm gonna come out and say I think you're a different type of parent I don't I don't think you're a part of the majority of who goes my kid wants this so I give him that or or not giving them or having them equipped for the world now when I see children going to school like I watched uh there was a man and his daughter who I'm assuming so I walked past them her skirt was super short. It is a uniform skirt. But as a mm. parent, you should kind of like fix that. Mm, yeah. And, and, and no offense, people wonder why like kids get snatched up or this, that, and the third, or where there's a predator online. It's like, well, your daughter looks way more, way older than she is, number one. Number two, you're not even monitoring what they're doing. So it's like yeah, a combination of both. The sexualization of little girls, especially like it's it's really it starts very young. And like I even like when I go shopping for their bathing suits, you know, they have the high French cut for little girls. Like why is so much of their um, like thigh and buttocks area like even displayed? Yeah. Like and, that? and to some extent, I get it. But the, the balance is weird now. Because so I'm going to reference things like Sister Sister Moesha. And like, even in Moesha, her dad would be like, where are you going? And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, your skirt, your outfit is just like, like, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. the mom would usually step in and say it's okay. But even in like the 90s, if you had a short top your pants probably met where where the top stopped you know so you saw like like a senior citizen yeah well you know what now but now you have the outfits accompanied with like like the nails like why are you in class and you need your nails painted and your eyelashes done like the eyelashes to me are getting out of hand i see young girls that have eyelashes they're not going to have any by the time they're my age because all the glue I got two things to say on that. Number one, thank God I don't have daughters. Number two, number two, obviously you do have a daughter. Did you have to go through anything like that with your daughter? Actually, I did not. My daughter was never into wearing provocative clothes. And that's the funny thing is, is yeah. I was never into that. And yeah. so I definitely don't get it. And my mom was the t- like, you don't want to get your nails done. You don't want to do this. And I'm like, no, yeah. just give and me She's some not big on makeup either. She doesn't put makeup on she doesn't care to yeah but i'm i'm curious as to why some are and i wonder like i know for my sister she is big into tiktok and music videos and this that and the third and i I just wonder if that 
like plays a it's part. Social media, it it does play a big like, part. If you want to be like your celebrities that you're following all the time, and that's what the problem is. You know, yeah. parents, a lot of parents. I, uh, I don't like picturing my little sister as Megan the Stallion. I was just about to bring that up because. Really you, like know, that. you know what? I'm glad you brought up Mega the Stallion. The hottie sauce commercial. Did anyone see the hottie sauce commercial? The Megan the Stallion hottie sauce commercial for Popeyes. Did anyone no. see this? I didn't get didn't to see, see that. It? All right. Well, that'll give you an explanation of why some of these girls do what they want. But oh. it's Megan the Stallion, and she's dancing yeah. around with like a fancy outfit and she yeah, has a sauce called hottie sauce for papa and here's what's scary here's what's scary you were talking about tiktok and how tiktok dictates a lot to these young kids i get that what's scary is that there is a young kid right now he's about 21 years old and he's actually selling human bones on tiktok and people are into it human bones he has no hmm. idea what the hell he's like, selling not on the dark web or anything nothing no, he's selling it on TikTok. His name is John Pachaya Ferry, and he's selling on TikTok. He's selling human bones. Where's and he getting them from? Exactly. Where's he getting bones from? Well, he he gets he um you know what? Apparently, he gets it from from um leftover leftover um um what science labs and stuff. You know, oh, makes or is that lab. like morticians. <laughs> okay, or well, where are these science labs getting the bones? Where do you get leftover bones? Like you just so what is he going like knocking on doors? Like excuse me, bones? Listen, this kid's making two thousand. He's making two grand. Okay, is who wants to buy this from this kid? Like, who was the creep? Like, oh, well, we'll get to that too. When it comes to the millennial report, yeah, millennials have no religion. They're all we are, we, I think, as generations that have to come are all over the place. There is no Christian, there is a Christianity, of course, but there's so many widespread things that mm -hmm. I believe people dabble into and get into. Even when you talk about random nautica, random, random, yeah. whatever, it, it's people are kind of not there there is no you know how there was a uh a, a 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s after yeah. the 90s you cannot tell what is what like there are there is witchcraft there is religion there's no religion at all and then there's music where it, at this point if someone were to source any music after these 2015 you might not even be able to tell what era it is from because right. everything is existing right. at one time. Right. Mm. Let me, let me get you He's right. Let me, let me just say this. This kid has a clientele. He sells to chiropractors. He sells to rescue and research teams. This kid's making a fortune by selling human heads, human skulls I, for two grand a pop. I just don't know where he's getting them from. Like, that's, that's weird. Well, his name is John Bones, believe it or not. John Bo John's Bones on TikTok. And you can ask him all of these questions. This is what's driving our youth today. I'm not trying to sound like an old man, but TikTok, you could do whatever on TikTok. Let's let's talk about the let's talk about the human cereal bowl. Does everybody know about that on TikTok? The human no. All right. Nope. All right. Here's what they're doing. People are literally, you're gonna love this. They are literally laying down, they're pouring cereal in their mouth. Then they're pouring milk in their mouth, and then they're oh, that's old. Yeah, they're scooping it. Yeah, but who the hell wants to do that? They're scooping the cereal out and eating it out of somebody else's mouth. 
Oh, that's not that bad. It's fudged. Everyone's lost their mind. I know that this world is crazy, and this is a lot of craziness. People are just going nuts, and it's like we lost ourselves out there, and we're sitting here just... I don't think that. I think that there are no no longer any guidelines to tell anyone what could work or what can't work. Why? Ridiculous things have succeeded and the most intellectual things that you would think you could prosper from from have failed. Something like this for fun. What the hell do they have in the dark world and the underside, under the 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 black markets of things like what is going on out there like what are we doing we're just sitting here like Sparrow, just, there's no such thing like, as the black market anymore it's all out there now there's no yeah, black market. it's all out there it's the problem yeah it's crazy and that's what I said. like even i it, a simple example this sweater is very clearly 90s in mm-hmm. martin that's what i think mm-hmm. of when i brought this hoodie. that's what it reminds me of. but i literally yeah. brought this like a cup like Maybe a few months ago. The point is, though, is that everything's just mixed up and intertwined with each other. It's it's really strange. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got Especially a question. Like Khadija, let me ask you this. Did you do the human cereal bowl? Be honest. Did you do it? No. <laughs> that no, makes me like, 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 in the back of my throat. Just, like, I can just eat my cereal regularly. Uh, how does it not go down? I don't, know. I don't That just, like, why? That's just nasty. Why? Like, I, don't I, don't like, I, don't, I don't even like people enough like that to even want to like give a swig of soda. Like, let alone like like take some spoon out of somebody's. Ugh, no, that's just mad. I remember when I was a kid. If you breathed on my food, that was it. I was done. You go ahead. Have it. <laughs> you know, like, it's a little hmm. too much. I, just, like certain things. I I remember the first time I watched anime, it, I stumbled across a hentai, hentai, a hentai. Hentai, yes. And I was like, "What the f- is this?" And I was, I couldn't. And everyone's like, "Oh, anime this." I was like, "I hate anime." And I told people, "I was like, I can't stand anime. It's mind warping." Hentai and I was like, "Hentai is another, is another world." But I didn't know it was to me, it's over-sexualized. It's like you know, they try to be like, "Oh, it's cartoon," but for like kids and stuff. I'm like, "No, you, you can't watch." Like they over-sexualized the women where they have big breasts. Let me ask everybody this though, regarding the regarding the human cereal bowl. If let's just say you have someone that you know, you're together, you've been together for a while. If your partner came up to you and actually asked you, hey, listen, I want to do a human cereal bowl, you're telling me Fuck you wouldn't no. Do- Fuck no. I I, I'll, I'll teach you, but that's about it. I won't even I don't think we'll be partners anymore. That's like, a, I would never be able to look at you the same. No. <laughs> Why did he want me to do that? things. If you admitted that you got <laughs> no. jumped on. Unfortunately, and I everyone. We're done. I would be you like... Have, you have no... Dignity and there's just no, no. We're talking about eating cereal out of somebody's. I out of your would ask if, 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 if it could be fruit. That's some edge I would look. ask if it could be fruit. <laughs> no, I don't want to eat nothing. cereal. It's Can it be like strawberries, blueberries? If my wife came up to me and said, "I'm going to lay down." I'm gonna put cereal in my mouth and milk, and I want you to take a spoon and go ahead and spoon it out of my mouth. I would do it. 
You're freaky, though. You're that's freaky. why you're asking this question, because this is something that you would do. Well, so that's what I'm saying. I, is that I know how Peter me, works. I wouldn't, when he I asked all of us cereal, questions, and he's very... He wants to know what he's going to do. I am... I don't get it. You're married. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about marriage. Ah, that's a little too much. That's a little too much. Wait, Trav, let me ask you. If your wife asked you to do that, you wouldn't do it? I am not doing that. No. There are certain things I'm not going to do. For what? What are we gaining out of this? Travis <laughs> is all about business. Well, what's the what are we gaining? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what's to become of business? My ass. Love what is this? Nah, I can't do it. All right. Well, if I were asked by my partner, I think I would do it, but I would ask to substitute the cereal for fruit. Like I said, like I think like uh, kiwi chocolate uh, strawberries or something, and I, I can eat that out of the milk, but I don't want I don't necessarily want to eat cereal. Latia, you wouldn't do it, Latia, if your if your partner came up to you and said, like, you've been if you've been with your partner for a long time. Let's just keep it classic. We get some whipped cream, you put it on my belly button. That's like that's normal stuff. Stuff like that. Let's get it on. Oh, whipped cream is normal, but cereal is crazy. A bottle of water. If I look at the water, I'll look at it and see, like, oh, no, there might be floaties in it. I won't even take the swig of water from him. I've let alone that. I just know I cannot. If we're sharing a drink and then we get to, like, this part of the water, don't give it to me. That's your spit. <laughs> your spit. If you're doing it like this, that, that's the backwash that came back. You can have it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let me just... I got I to gotta say this. I got to say this. I don't understand. So if you're together with somebody for a long time and they ask you to do that, you would find that freaky? You wouldn't do it? A sparrow, no. you wouldn't do that? Sparrow, really? I would look at him differently. I would. I would. I would. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just weird. I, I'm, with, I'm with you. That's funny. I, because I mean, actually, I, Peter, it's just too much. Touch me. I'm, I'm, like, gonna, I'm, I'm actually on the no. same. I, I would. Thank you, Khadija. Thank you. I actually would. Like, well, we shared everything else. Let's That's go. What cereal? What kind of cereal you want? Cheerios? You What's might have to like, too, bro. The crunch? <laughs> but All right. I, 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 I got a question. Will prefer I got a question. Fruit. All right, Travis, you're up. Did you already do this? Is that the problem? You already did this, didn't you? No, no, no. I, I did not, but I'm thinking about picture. Oh, my thank God. Too. I thought he was asking uh, I, I, think, I think he did it already. No, I definitely didn't. I did not. I, I'm going to go out there right now. I did not, but I'm going to picture my wife, number one. Number two, if she ever came up to me and said, I want you to do this, I would do it. It's my you wife. You know what, uh, Peter? I think both of us should pitch this to our partners and see how it goes. Okay, that's cool. You know what? I think we should do that. I'm an, I'm going to. And I, I want to know the aftermath of this. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. we're doing it for science. I want to know if they slap both of you silly or if they actually go through with it. This is what I want to know. Travesty, if I call you and I'm in the hospital, you know what the answer is. I'm like, oh, you asked her, didn't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> you too, Khadija. I want to know. I want to know what's well, going I don't on. Know. With I don't it. Know. Like, for, for me personally, I I would do it with fruit. I would look at it. I'm telling you, I would do it with fruit and yogurt. No. <laughs> it has to be cereal. But you're, you're, you're changing it around. No, the thing nope. is the cereal. It has okay. to be the cereal. Right. We can't ask, make other, other stuff. I'll ask and if he says no. Well, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I can tell you this right now. Khadija, I'll tell you this right now. Your man will definitely do it out of your mouth. Now, whether you do it out of his mouth, I don't know. Because I know my wife, she'll let me do it out of her mouth. But she'll be like, nah, I'm not doing it out of your mouth. So if she, but I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Men will definitely All right, so we, we got to act both ways then. All right, cool. 
Yeah, we'll do that. All right. All right. We'll, 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 Unless you're lactose intolerant. If you're lactose intolerant, then I understand. You, you know what? All milk. of a sudden, I am totally lactose intolerant. Don't even go there, Khadija, our favorite millennial. Don't even go there. It just happened. I'm telling oh, you. Man. I just got a notification. Wait, Travesty, Travesty. Huh? My what? Travesty, how long have you been married for now? Five years? Six? Six. So you... So you wouldn't you wouldn't take a spoonful of cereal out of your wife's mouth? I would not. If you want, well, Travis, if you want, we'll edit this out later. We'll go ahead and edit <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of things, but that is not wait, something I would so do. Wait, so wait. Peter, how long have you been with your wife? 10 years, at least 10. 10 Holy years. shit. Yeah. All right. Well. Actually, wait, 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 hold on. No, no, Khadija, 13 years. 13 years. I would definitely. I would have done. You know, she came to me and pitched that to me. I would have done it the first year we were married. Oh, well, you need the whole before. amount of time that I've known. Oh, yeah, that, that would be 10 years, yeah. That's wild. Okay, so I'm not married at all. <laughs> me and Elijah have been together for four. And so, I mean, why not? Cereal milk. I mean, you eat it. Why can't I just eat some out of your mouth? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the problem is, is that it's kind of dangerous, though, because people choke. You got to be careful. <laughs> Uh, I'm, just yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask the question. That's I think, all. I think everyone will be fine. Drown in milk. <laughs> but wait, every, I think everybody's passing what I asked when we first brought this up. No one paid attention. How is this even possible, though? Yeah. So, so are you saying you're pouring the milk in someone? So is, how are they holding it from going down their throat? Well, you know, you're you can, I, I, I would think you put your tongue up to the roof of your mouth and you breathe in. <laughs> but, but, but even if you do that, it's still going to seep around the sides of your tongue yeah. and just go down your throat. Okay, I don't you take, you take a you occasional swallow. At some point, you're going to have to go. <laughs> right. uh, I think that <laughs> cereal is not that much cereal can fit your mouth. <laughs> it's going to be floating at the top. <laughs> so you take a little goo. <laughs> Yeah, who made this up? Who made this up? Like who made this up? Because it's unfortunately, unfortunately, this is a TikTok thing. That's a big thing that's happening on TikTok right now. But who made it up? I want to know the oh, first person that said this is something I'm going to do. Because he deserves to be slapped around. Khadija, Khadija, our favorite millennial, will probably be able to find that information, knowing her. Right. But I got to say this. I got to say this. We are at that magic time already, believe it or not. And we are going to go ahead and do the sign off. Uh, Latia, this is when we do our sign off. Feel free to say whatever you would like. We are going to go ahead and sign off and we will go ahead and come back with the, I will come back with the answer about doing the cereal bowl with my wife. I'll let you know what she says. And if I'm in the hospital, or if we're not going to have a show next week, you'll know I'm in the hospital. And that was her reaction. But I definitely oh, don't worry. Back. I'm going to ask you before this. In a couple of days, I'm going to call you to find out what happened with you. <laughs> well, if I don't answer, you know I'm dead then, or I'm, <laughs> or I'm in the hospital. But anyway, we will go ahead and start the sign-off. Latia, go ahead and start the sign-off. Say whatever you want to say to the audience. 
All right. Well, I want to just say, first of all, thank you guys for having me a part of your show. Um, it really means a lot to me. You guys are real ones right now. Um, I want to give a shout out, to, of course, to Tangie Whitfield and Chosen 1516. Go check her out. Sponsor her. She has a real great organization here in Houston. And also, um, Tricia Johnson sells Fury Sauces and Marinades. She has a great three on here in Houston. Also, too, just show some love to Texas. Astros is going to the World Series. We're doing it big down here. So, uh, much love to Texas. And all right, peace. All right, peace. Good to talk to you. Thank you for coming on the show. And I don't know what that horn was in the background. Yeah, but it's, it's these people with the alarms <laughs> going on. It's, it's going um, crazy they stop. Out here. They stop. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, character. Latia, take care. Thank you for coming on. And we really appreciate yes. you. Be safe. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye. All right, so getting back with just the rest of us. Um, great show, everybody. I will definitely let everybody know what will happen when I pitch to uh, the wife about uh, doing the cereal bowl. She might turn around and she okay. might stab me. I don't know. She might. Yeah. And uh, Khadija, our favorite millennial, at least she's on my side. Sparrow, I'm surprised at you. I just want to let you know that. I, no, there's certain, no. Certain things you just won't do, Sparrow. That's it. I get it. I got my well, I'm if you don't got one Aquarius, you got the other. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's like a, Here that's I a am. philosophizing statement right there. Yep. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. Don't oh, have one here the whole time. This <laughs> girl right here. Before we want, before I before we do the rest of the sign off, I just have one thing to say, and um, I'm going to push this out there to all of our female um, audiences, audience members, and followers. Is is the word appreciation in a woman's vocabulary? I'm going to leave that for now, and uh, we'll go ahead. And, no, uh, those are that's a fighting question. You can't just drop that now. I know, like yes, it is. In, in our vocabulary. Why do you ask? I want okay. you both to marinate on that. All right, starting to sign off with our mm. Khadija, our favorite millennial. Oh, wow. He's going to do that. <laughs> um, peace, love, and happiness to everyone. Please ask your partner if they'll eat cereal out of your mouth or vice versa. Peter thinks he's going to die. I don't think I'm going to. Worst thing that's going to happen is no. And or fruit and yogurt. <laughs> Right, hey, Sparrow. Sparrow. Signing off on Sparrow. Check out at Sparrow International dot uh, US and some events coming up that's coming your way. Some fundraisers we got going on, giving for a good cause. So thank you for watching and peace. All right, everybody. I just want to thank everybody for coming on the show today. We had a great time with Latia Whitfield. That was that was awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'll probably make it back for the next episode. If not, uh, Travis, D, you're going to have to take over. Yeah. Um, everybody, wear your mask. Be safe. And um, try the cereal. Try the cereal bowl challenge with um, your partner. And feel free to write to us and let us know what happened. Uh, Travis, D, over to you. Unless you can't. Disclaimer: We are responsible for anything that results of this suggestion. Yeah, we we need a disclaimer because. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. If we need a disclaimer, 
then TikTok needs a disclaimer. Travis, the over to you. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. 